inspiring and equipping you to live the life you're destined to live. This is the Ascend Men Podcast. This week, we have some inspiring thoughts from Nathan Blackaby, Chief Exec of Christian Vision for Men. Nathan will be one of our guest speakers at Ascend Summit 23, which takes place on the evening of the 25th of February. After hearing this episode, you'll be compelled to sign up. So please visit thec3.uk forward slash Ascend Summit, email ascend at thec3.uk or see the show notes. Nathan Blackaby grew up in a Christian family in Harlow, but it wasn't until he was on a short church mission trip to South America in 2000 that he really decided to follow Jesus. Back in the UK, Nathan married Jenny and they returned to Brazil to work as missionaries in an orphanage, as well as being the chaplain for Teen Challenge in a Christian drug rehab unit. Ten years later, Nathan and Jenny decided the hardships, language barriers and tough living conditions of Brazil weren't enough of a challenge for them, so they moved to Colchester in Essex. After working as the East Anglia Coordinator for Christian Vision for Men, the family, now with three young children, moved to Derbyshire so Nathan could take up a full-time posting with CVM before moving back to Essex in 2017. Nathan is teetotal, loves gaming on his PS5, loves motorbikes, fast cars and writing. Hi Nathan. Hey Alan, thanks for having me on. Good to see you mate. Yeah, great to, great to have you on the, the podcast today. Thank you, um, We always start with a few quick-fire questions. So, um, yeah, so, so first of all, uh, we know you like fast cars. Mm. So when you hire one, do you ask for a manual or automatic? Um, so I was fully manual for a long time. Um, had a Golf R, so 300 horsepower, all-wheel drive, and that was uh, manual. But then I started to drive an automatic and it was so easy and you can't change gear as fast as an automatic can, especially these DSG boxes. So it would be an automatic actually now. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and uh, we know from your bio that, that was on the CVM website yeah. that you enjoyed ales for many years, but now <laughs> yeah. you're teetotal. So what's yeah. behind that? Um, so I guess it's a lifestyle decision primarily. Um, I'm 43. And I'm aware that alcohol can be um, a very slippery slope. Obviously, in the intro, you said I worked in drug rehab. It was uh, drug rehab and alcohol um, addiction. So I saw firsthand the the extremities of alcohol addiction and what it can do to someone. Um, so that was a bit of a foundation. I realized early on I'm an all or nothing kind of guy when it comes to drink. I can't open a bottle of wine, for example, and just have half a glass. I just, it's not possible for me. So I had to either reconcile it that actually I'll drink the whole bottle and that's okay, or I'm not okay with that. And I want to do things differently. Mm. Um, so yeah, made that decision on a health basis, but also on a, a deeper decision in me that actually I didn't want this to be my story really i didn't want that to have control or dominance over me mm. um so yeah about a year now no booze and to be honest mate the alcohol free options are so good if you can you know have an alcohol free and you know it yeah. works so yeah. it, it yeah. works for me great 
great. We could do a whole podcast on that. I, I oh, think. yeah, but, definitely. Uh, um, your predecessor, I think it was, Carl Beach, wrote yeah. 52 Men of the Bible, a great book. Yeah. Um, and you must know that really well. So excluding Jesus, mm. which of those Bible characters would you want to be and why? Wow. Um, I, I kind of like Samson. And the way Carl tells it in that book is quite powerful because there was a moment, as you know, in the story of Samson, that he 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 kind of had a real touch of the Lord on his life. And I long for that. You know, I'm mm. praying and seeking the Lord. And I think there's a time for us to really uh, rely on the Holy Spirit's power, actually, um, in word and um, in spirit as we go forward as Christian men. Um, and Samson, for the large part, he was definitely empowered by the Holy Spirit. But he also walked a very real and honest kind of reality. You know, he, he knew what it was like to be a bloke. Um, and there's a part that Cole pulls out of that, that he says Samson woke up and didn't know that the, the Holy Spirit had left him. And he, he no longer sensed the Holy Spirit. He, he sort of allowed himself to get so, I don't know, desensitized to the Spirit that he didn't notice when the Holy Spirit had left him. And mm. that, it's a sobering kind of warning, I think, that, that as men we we need to be aware of that the, the Spirit dwells on us really lightly. So I guess Samson, because he, he's awesome in some senses, but incredibly human uh, in others, and walked yeah. a really interesting journey with, with God. There you go, another episode in the making there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, so it's great to have you with us today. Uh, what's What's bubbling away for you? Um, so at the start of the year, I guess, um, I started to think about this and what does 2023 look like or how's it, you know, how's it panned out? So I'm in a men's group, a uh, group of us, there's seven of us, um, and we put on an event called mob. So we're called Bob, but we put on an event called mob, uh, and it, mob can be sort of unpicked however you like, but we kind of call it men of Britain or, uh, made on brotherhood all different things but anyway the idea is it's an outreach kind of thing and we just get 50 or 60 60 guys we've got some woods near st albans around m25 um and we do just like this off-grid night where it's fire there's food there's some knife thrown or axe thrown or different we set up an activity it might be branding so we've got some like an alphabet and you can brand a bit of wood it's just an experience and you you cook your own bread on an open fire and and we just sit together and talk, and and every time we do it, it, it really impacts me. And this year, we've started to um, just pray over it as a group. And, you know, there's, there's a certain core group of guys that really run with the vision of this and DNA of this. I'm not that central to it, but as part of the men's group, I'm involved and, in, in, mm. you know, part of it. But um, we started to raise these questions. I thought it was really, really interesting. At the start of, of 2023, I was weighing this stuff up. And some of the questions we want to ask around the fires are, do you have enough fuel? Do you have enough fuel? Do you have enough spark in your life? What if this were your last year? What do you need to burn? And what do you need to begin? And I, I was kind of thinking about this stuff. And for a lot of guys, so yeah, obviously in my role with, with CVM, I get to see a load of guys, Christian guys, non-Christian guys, chat with church leaders, and just the last few years, there's been a continuous pattern amongst men. And it's this sort of brokenness, isolation, exhaustion, just guys are tired. Uh, not just weary, work weary, but a deep kind of, man, I am tired. And and I think we need to be hearing that. I think we need to be seeing that. And part of my heart 
is that we go after the heart of Jesus because CVM, we're very much about evangelism. You know, our, our heartbeat is let's win our mates for Christ. And that's our brand. That's our vision. That That's the blood that flows through CVM. And what, I'm, what I've realized is on my own journey and over the last few years, as we call men out to that, as we equip men, resource men, that's amazing. But if we put resources in the hands of a guy that's heartbroken, who feels disappointed or mm. ashamed or he's just beaten by life at the moment, you know, even guys with solid faith are in these places, then any evangelistic resource talk, you know, it just, it's like sand through their fingers because mm. they're just so worn out. And I think for this year, for, for CVM and for me personally, my pursuit and the way I'm preaching, the way I'm talking, the way I'm reading my Bible and the way I'm talking to Jesus is, Lord, I want to know your heart, Jesus. I want you to to woo me and call me back in a really deep and powerful way and, mm -hmm. and connect with my heart again. I, I long for that intimacy again. And I think a lot of blokes are feeling that and it resonates with guys as I'm speaking to guys. And, and from that place, of encounter with Jesus and intimacy with Jesus, I think we move towards evangelism. It's it comes for a genuine foundation of knowing Jesus, and it's like an overflow, like a spring that bubbles up in you. You you can't not speak about him because you're so in love with him. But for so many guys, we're battle worn, we're weary. The supply lines got cut somewhere along the line, you know, and we've been mm. on the front lines and we just run out of run out of supplies. Mm. Um, so I think there's a move amongst men to really win their hearts back and win their hearts for Christ. Again, guys who have just, yeah, got battle weary. Um, but also I think there's a, there's a place men can get to, and we know this is true. You know, guys hide their pain. We suppress stuff. We self-medicate. We keep stuff off the radar from other blokes because we don't want to show weakness or vulnerability, you know, all of these things. And there is kind of a bit of a narrative that I think men have sat under, and it's what I'm calling the small boat story. It's the small boat story. So in the Bible where Jesus calls Peter, Simon, and then Peter, um, who he obviously renames, they go fishing, don't they, and they have this encounter. And, and sometimes I miss the Jesus in the story because I, I can imagine him. Like if you Google Jesus, you've got this this image of this guy with a halo stroking a sheep and it's like what i don't yeah. know this guy like yeah. who is this guy uh, yeah in this moment you've got jesus in this boat with this guy fishing this is this is simon's trade you know he's like jeez i was fishing all night and we caught nothing but if you if you want to go fishing let's go let's do it and you guys will know the story that the nets are full and they're pulling these fish in and when you read it Jesus is somehow, for me anyway, slightly detached from the moment. It's Again, it's like he's sitting there at the top of the boat, halo, sheep around him, just looking, you know, holy and out of it in terms of the moment. But I think the reality is Jesus was right in there with Simon Peter. Mm. I think his sleeves were rolled up. I think he was covered in fish slime. Mm -hmm. I think the waves were coming over that boat. You know, it nearly sank. So Jesus is in there. He's knee deep in fish. We, it just changes the narrative. So you've got this moment where these two guys are in this boat. And then I think for me, I like to read a little bit around scripture. I think there must have been this moment where Jesus is sort of there and he's looking at Simon, waiting for him to turn around. And then Simon turns around and looks at Jesus in the eyes. And he has this moment of revelation. He sees himself. 
who he really is. Mm. He's there with the Son of God, and Jesus just, the ministry of presence that Jesus brought so many times, mm. just being there. And Simon is instantly like, go away from me, Lord, for I'm a sinful man. He instantly knows that he's not where he should be. And and so beautiful in the story, and this is common of the narrative we see of Jesus in all the Gospels, whenever men and women encounter him and they have this moment where they see Jesus doesn't say, go away from me. You know, you can't be near me. You're disqualified. He says, come closer. Come and follow me. Come and eat with me. I'll eat with you. Let's talk. Let's journey. Come and walk where I'm walking. Come and look who I'm talking to. Come and be around me. The invitation of Jesus is always come closer. Mm. And and I think in that moment, Peter, Simon Peter, he gets taken from this small boat story into, into the classic Jaws line, we're going to need a bigger boat. Jesus didn't say it then, but I like to imagine it because it's like now, Simon, we are going fishing for men. Mm. We're going fishing for men. This is you're going to need a bigger boat, and I love that because you, he, he took this guy. This guy who was you know off the radar in large senses. You know he was doing his thing. He was just fishing. He, and Jesus changed the narrative. He changed the story, and through that encounter, where Simon, who then we call Peter, had this incredible moment with Jesus. There's overflow in Simon's life. Yeah, there's questioning. There's three years of journeying with Jesus and seeing what he did. And But I think that moment's really pivotal. And I think for guys, we've got to get back to that moment where we look Jesus in the eyes and we say, look, I, I need to see me how you see me. I need to be rescued again. I, mm. I, need, I need you to woo my heart. And guys, often we reserve this language for our partners and it's a bit intimate and, and kind of weird. But it's okay as well. And I think guys need to be okay with that, that Jesus does want to woo your heart. Mm. He does want to tell you that he loves you and pour that out over your life. And for a lot of men, we really need to hear that yeah, and receive it in a deep and profound way yeah. and continue to receive it. So from that place, from that, okay, Jesus, I want to come face to face with you. I need you in my life and I'm going to seek you. And mate, I've really found one prayer that's been answered in my life and it's based on like um a few things it's based in psalms where the lord says over david i delight in a in a contrite and broken heart mm. and if we go to god with a contrite so a broken heart or a submitted heart an undefended heart it's like jesus mm. here i am he will meet you and then the other thing that's really changed me is daniel 10 verse 12 um and I've actually got it here. I'll read it because I don't want to misquote it. Um, Do not be afraid, Daniel, he said to me, for from the first day that you purpose to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your prayers were heard and I've come because of your prayers. So this is Gabriel appearing to Daniel. And there was a delay. There was, you know, Gabriel talks about spiritual warfare and stuff. But what struck me was that Daniel yielded his heart. And he was like, God, I'm going to, and, and you, you know the story. Daniel was a man who prayed. He sought the Lord in, in secret. He opened the doors. He let people see. He wasn't ashamed. He he, he, sought, he sought God in his life. Mm. And Gabriel appeared. And this is off the back of Daniel saying, God, give me wisdom. Mm. God, would you meet me? Change me. You know, do this in my heart. I need you. And what I love is that Gabriel says, the minute you started praying, we're on our way. <laughs> and I want to encourage blokes, you know, that are listening or guys out there that get in that secret place with God, get a way of praying, create a method, a, a space, 
a, a time and 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 seek god with a contrite heart and seek understanding seek his glory seek the presence of jesus in your life and he will meet you and he'll bring things to your life like you you know you've never anticipated mm. Mm, fantastic. I've been trying to draw a thread through what you've been sharing with us, yeah. and I can see connection as a theme. Mm. Whether that's a bunch of men meeting in some woods, sharing deep thoughts whilst throwing knives, yeah. or it's making sure men are reconnected with yeah. Christ before trying to resource them up to win their mates for Christ, mm. or Simon and Jesus in the boat, mm. or Daniel and the angel, mm. or by being vulnerable with each other. None of these involve men being alone mm, brilliant mate and and it's really exciting because that's at the heart of ascend mm. a community of men yeah doing life yeah. together yeah that's great mate yeah a good spot actually yeah there is a there is a thread of connection and i've found personally that through that connection i've been challenged to to awaken the the maverick in me the renegade the rebel the dreamer the the guy who is willing to have a go for the kingdom you know and and guys we need to hear that we need because our heads go down, our hearts drop, and we are resourced, gifted sons of God Almighty. And there's a lot of kingdom carnage that we can we can do. So, so what's the call out as we as we wrap up? What's what's the thing you're going to leave the guys challenged with today? Um, perhaps I'll leave you with the words of C.S. Lewis, um, and he talks about how important today is and the present and this moment that you've got. Mm. And he says this: the past is frozen; it no longer flows. The present is lit with eternal rays. So make the most of this moment. This is the moment. Fantastic. Well, God bless you, Nathan. We uh, are glad you're you're close to us at C3. Thank you, mate. Um, we're so glad you're going to be working with us with Ascend, with our men's group. Um, and thank you for your heart. Thank you for your history and everything that's brought you to this point in your life and uh, everything that's still to come for you. So God bless you, brother. Thanks, Alan. God bless me. That's it for this Ascend Men podcast. If you've enjoyed this content, please share it with a mate. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. Together, we are stronger.